Welcome to the Breakwater Podcast. My name is John. I am your host for tonight. Here with a very special guest. Would you mind introducing yourself? My name is Jesse. I'm a person in recovery from substance use. My sober date is 3-22-21. And I'm a part of the Breakwater Steering Committee. Awesome. Welcome, Jesse, to the Breakwater. Uh, I know this is your first time, so this should be a good time here. So if you, like, who are you? You know, what do you do in the community? So I'm a peer recovery specialist at Solutions Recovery in Oshkosh. I'm a state certified peer support specialist, recovery coach. Um, just helping with, like, navigating peers with resources in the community for recovery, whether it's like treatment, sober living, um, things of that nature. It's pretty awesome. How long have you been doing that for now? For coming up on like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time, especially with uh, that type of work. It'll definitely be a lot of times, I know, from personal experience. What, what brought you to peer response? Why do you do what you do there? So I'm 29 years old, and I, I've i struggled with substance use the majority of my life, starting from, like, when I was a teenager, starting at, like, 14, 15. And, you know, like, from my experiences, I'm able to, like, help others, and it's a, been able to, like, give me a different life by, like, not only helping myself, but, like, helping others at the same time. It's awesome. Yeah, well, at least you uh, found that path and things have changed. So when you look back in your previous year experience that created the path that you are on now, what are some behaviors or, or red flags that you noticed? So I can look, Look, at, I'd say like I was in middle school. I was in seventh or eighth grade and like my friend group was was primarily like a good good set of friends, right? Like they were they were focused on schoolwork, had goals, were already thinking of like college and like what they wanted to be. And I would say like eighth grade going into freshman year of high school, I gravitated towards one of those friends that was kinda like steering off into, you know, like getting into trouble, hanging out with the older kids, kids that were smoking weed and, like, drinking. And, like, I gravitated towards them. And, like, before that, you know, like, I would start skipping school, coming home late, you know, like, after after whatever time, like, my parents or grandparents wanted me home. And even before that, you know, just, like, slacking on my schoolwork and, like, not taking, like, those things seriously. Yeah, those are some good things to notice. Did you did you ever have uh, any addiction or any of that in your family at all? Yeah, so my mother and father were both 
addicts, uh, struggled with substance use. I was raised by my grandparents growing up, like as a result of that. And even with my grandparents, my grandfather struggled with alcohol, but was more of like a function, functioning alcoholic. And like, so like it looked from the outside, like it looked normal. There weren't like any major consequences that I could see for him. Yeah, and I know it's pretty common. Well, not pretty common, but it happens quite a bit where people have addiction or alcoholism in their family. You know, if you were looking back at it, I guess how did that affect you in your your childhood? I think there was a lot of a lot of feelings like just like not being good enough, not being heard. Um, just looking at like how how my own like substance use developed, right? Like it it looked like it was no big deal, you know. Like the adults in my life are using, you know, or drinking. Like it was it was made to seem normal. So like when the time came, like when I was at like those crossroads, like choosing to to go down that path didn't seem like like an outrageous idea since the adults in my life were already were doing that. Yeah, mm. yeah it's very I mean we're, we're in the drunkest state <laughs> in the whole United States. I, I think uh doing looking at results and seven out of ten are Wisconsin, you know, and it's very common drinking here in the state and I know it for me personally it's always been the norm you know it's just I didn't know what that looked like for my future if you were to you know take a look back I guess what would have been some good key tips or for better advice for your younger self so uh, one of the biggest things would be like to reach out and ask for help and like talk about the things that I struggled with. Like I struggled with anxiety, especially in school. Didn't feel, didn't really, just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin and like a a group full of like my peers. Like I didn't feel like I fit in. Um, And I didn't talk about anything that I was feeling, you know, like I, I kept all that stuff in and eventually like it led me to looking at like other places to fit in that weren't healthy. Yeah. And uh, with that, you know, you said reach out, ask for help and and keep that line of communication on who would you like, who would that be if you were to guide someone to, to do that and reach out? Any adult, you know, like in like when I was in high school, you know, because there was there was teachers that I could tell that cared. Um, you know, like I I went to the YMCA in middle school, and like there was staff there that I could tell cared too. And like, you know, if I would have gotten out of my own way and like just realized I could trust those people or at least try to make that connection, you know, like I, 
I might have been able to to open up more easily. Very powerful. Did you grow up here in Oshkosh? I did. Awesome. So with that, I mean, was there any things before the substance use came into play or in the midst of that that were just some, like, sober fun or anything you could be a part of with uh, friends? Before I started, I started using substances. I, well, in middle school, like I was involved in sports. I was involved in like basketball, football. I raced BMX bikes. That was something I was pretty passionate about at one point. And like once I started using substance substances, all that stuff just kind of like fell off. Like it wasn't a priority. Yeah, which is, you know, speaks volume, I guess. A change of uh, shift in direction um, and, and priorities. It's always been a thing for me to, <clears throat> looking back on it, to be um, aware of, especially early on. I, I really didn't uh, pay attention to that. Um, so with that, you know, if you, I guess, is there anything that you know of or you've seen in the community for for teens or young adults to, to have some sober fun or just get connected in any shape or form. Yeah, I think there, so there's always been so the YMCA and the Boys and Girls Club have always been geared towards like teens and have, you know, like functions and events and stuff. And where, you know, like it is sober fun, it is just that connection, you know, doing something positive. Yeah, I know. I used to play racquetball all the time growing up. <laughs> I would uh, go to the YMCA and go in there, and I, I was absolutely terrible. But, you know, it was a lot of fun. 
<clears throat> a lot of good stuff there. So, I guess what are some questions you get asked about substance use from from like a parent or maybe maybe teens in the community? Just in general, questions that that arise that people don't know how to answer. think one of the one of the big ones especially with parents with parents are like any kind of family member you know like how how do I stop my my loved one from using and like going down this path and you know I'm sure my my family asked the same questions like I know for a fact they did and you know like there was nothing that they could do or say to make me to change or like see something different like I had I had to find that myself get to that point there wasn't any like special special word or special thing that they could say or not say yeah I uh, definitely resonate with that you know for for parents out there is there any place that they can be guided to to find support if they're struggling with uh, a loved one that uses. Yeah, there are uh, support meetings, Al-Anon at Solutions. We have meetings there. And there's also other other Al-Anon meetings in the area, like in the Fox Valley, Valley and really wherever you go, you can find them on Awesome. Never, I've never been to one officially, but uh, I do know a lot of family members that have been helped through that process, which is always good. So with that, you know, you've been a part of the steering committee. Uh, how long have you been with Breakwater? Uh, a few months. Okay, nice. And how long have you been, I guess, trying to help younger kids, teens, I would say pretty pretty soon after like me getting clean, I knew that it was like something that I wanted to do, something that I felt like I I had a purpose in because my my story starts with you know, me not feeling good enough as a teen and like changing my f- friend group and eventually like using substances freshman year like at that that crucial time where like my life could have went one or two ways like I could have gotten involved in school and all these like positive activities and took a different route or I could have went the way that I did like there was like that crossroad right there and so when I was about three months sober I was in drug court and something that they did was go to the high school to speak about drug court and about addiction, like telling, you know, like their stories, like the participants. 
and I knew right away that it was something that I wanted to do. I'd actually like taken it upon myself about five years before that to do it on my own. And today, after you know, I've completed drug court in last December, and I still still speak at the high schools. I still go to like share my experience and like where where that led me and just how how I felt as a teenager and like you know like what I could have done instead and like the opportunities that I did miss out on yeah I'm sure that has a huge impact in the work that you do especially speaking to to students that's awesome you know and uh, with that passion um, that drives you What do you see in our community that is a gap for for teens? I think one of the biggest things is just resources for teens that are struggling. Or just like the... I think one thing that's more prevalent than others is just the lack of resources for teens struggling with substance use because we have so many resources in patient treatments for adults and those resources for teens are like almost non-existent. Like there's one in Milwaukee. There used to be Wine Green Bay, that's no longer running. Yeah, and I, I definitely uh, know through my experience, resources are key. You know, and a lot of focus in our community today from, from my uh, view is um, resources to help adults that are struggling, you know. But maybe things will change optimistic i know here at breakwater our goal is to to help with that prevention and focus on how do we help youth how do we be a part of that you know what what is the the need what is what are we missing you know and and strive to to do better is there i guess uh you know any final thoughts for that you would like to mention or or say um anyone that might be listening or any key a tip of advice from Jesse the man himself
think just no matter what you're going through, no matter what it is or how much you think like somebody wouldn't care if you shared it to them, like there's there's people out there that no matter what it is, whatever you're struggling with, are open to listening and like open open to supporting someone without judgment. Awesome. Beautiful words. Definitely not alone in this world. You know, a lot of people go through these struggles, a lot of things um, people can relate with. But uh, I appreciate you joining us here at the Breakwater Podcast. It's great to have you a part of the steering committee. I think you're a great addition and definitely have the insight that is needed, especially when um, creating prevention. But uh, that's all we got for today. So thank you again, Jesse, for joining us and until the next podcast.